Section 11 of Birds and Nature, Volume 9, Number 5, May 1901. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tavarish. A Backyard Class The Farnum's backyard was something disagreeable. Still, it didn't matter much, thought the children, as long as the front yard was nicely kept and there was a high fence all around the back. Besides, Mr. Farnham was away from home traveling all the week. Mrs. Farnham was so busy that she hardly ever saw the disreputable yard, and the children, Rob, Laura, and Baby Jim, liked best to play away from home. At last it dawned on the mother's mind that they were hardly ever at home except to eat and to sleep and to get ready to go away again, and she began to worry about it and wonder what she should do. That very day Rob came running in to show a bug which he had in a bottle. It was such a queer-looking specimen that all became interested in it at once. "'I'll keep it till Papa comes back. He'll be sure to know,' exclaimed Rob proudly. "'But this is only Tuesday, my boy. You can't keep it in that bottle all the week without food or drink. It must not be left to starve,' Mrs. Farnham replied. "'We'll find it something to eat,' cried the children, and off they ran. But this was not such an easy matter.' Mr. Bug would not touch any of the backyard vegetables, as Rob called the variety of weeds that clung to the rotten fence boards or matted the ground of the large garden. In spite of their efforts, the bug stuck to the corner of the bottle and refused to be comforted, with food at least. At last, in despair, Rob ran to the drug store and asked, what he could give the bug to make it die a peaceful death. Just put a layer of pyrethrum in the bottom of your bottle, answered the druggist. Keep it corked tight, and you can make every bug in your yard die happy. Pyrethrum is a powder that is harmless to people, though of course you must not eat it, but the least smell of it kills insects. Rob went home delighted. I'll make a collection of bugs, as Sam Ward does of butterflies, he declared. I'd help you if it wasn't for those horrid spiders, said Laura. I'm afraid as death of them, ever since I read about a baby dying from a spider bite. Pshaw! Only a few spiders are poisonous, that is, I think so. Let's get a library book about them and find out. Then maybe we'll have a spider collection, too, answered the practical brother. While Rob was getting his bottles ready in which to electrocute the bugs, and Laura was going to the library after the books, Mrs. Farnham was rummaging in the attic. At last she came down, bearing triumphantly aloft a big, old-fashioned workbox. This you may have for a specimen case, she said. If you'll fit some little drawers in it, Rob, I'll line them with scraps of velvet and have a glass top put on. 
the children set to work at once and in vain the neighbors children whistled for them on the other side of the high board fence laura took the hammock from the front lawn to swing beneath the old apple tree but the tall weeds reached up to the hammock so rob had to go for the old scythe rusting in the fence corner and baby jim came dragging a hoe with which to cut them down soon they had a large space cleared under and around the apple trees and when it was carefully raked and swept they ran in to beg their mother for some porch chairs for their summer parlor then rob made for himself a camp stool that he could carry around and plant among the bushes where he would sit watching for certain bugs to appear and trying to catch them in his bottle such patience as it took at first and how little rob had of it but laura read long interesting chapters to him out of the insect world and the specimen case grew so fast and became so fascinating that he found the patience quite worth while whatever rob did of course baby jim wanted to do the end hill's mine i've covered it he announced at supper one evening i'll make a fence wound it to keep the wolves out and i'll have the ants for my sheepses mrs farnham did not look as pleased as the rest i don't want the ants crawling all over you she said no they won't i'll take my red chair out and sit on it like rob does he answered solemnly the next day he set to work to build a big circular fence around his ant hill working as perseveringly as ever any real shepherd did to get his fold ready and accepting no help from rob except allowing him to shave up a board to furnish the palings then day after day while laura swung in the hammock reading aloud to rob little jim sat perched on his red chair herding his ant flock i feed them and they eat but they never drink a tiny bit he said the ants find their drink away down on the ground dear replied his mother now tell me what you have learned about your sheep i learned a greedy lesson to-day said baby jim one ant had some food and he met an ant who hadn't any and he divided then he went on some more and met another ant with not any and he told him to come over to my chair leg where the cookie was the family all laughed and still more at rob who asked is jim going to be an anthropologist papa perhaps answered mr farnham now children i have something nice to tell you i have hired a man to come and help us improve the backyard he will cut the weeds and trim up the trees and bushes and we can plan the walks and flower beds for next spring 
how lovely cried laura i don't know about that said rob with an ugly pucker in his forehead it will scare all my bugs away they like weeds and dirty places yes admitted his papa but next spring you will have to go to the woods for new specimens it won't scare my specimens away laughed laura i've been studying birds lately you see when i become tired of reading i just lie back in the hammock and watch the birds in the treetops they are so very smart and they do the queerest things so the plan to improve the yard suited all but baby jim who wailed long and loud because his aunt city would be destroyed in vain did the family try to comfort him he could not be persuaded to abandon his flock that night to jim's distress a cold rainfall set in my sheeps will all be dwounded he wailed i meant to make a bella over them look here said laura drawing him up to the sofa beside her this is the picture of the inside of an ant hill here is the top door where you see the ants go in then they go down to this large room then sideways to this one then down 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 baby jim's eyes opened very wide he seized the book and studied the drawing long and earnestly your sheep are all down in the rooms now having a nice sunday i think continued laura when winter comes and the snow is all over the ground they won't come up at all haven't you seen them carrying the food in to pile up in one of their rooms oh and my cookies are all down there he cried in great delight when the man appeared in the morning baby jim marched out with an air of importance and after surveying the deserted ant hill he turned to the man and said my sheeps are all gone into the house to bed so you can clean up their meadow if you want to and thus it was that the farnum children began a study which will interest them as long as they live there is no longer any need to worry about their living at the neighbors and at last the farnum backyard has become not only respectable but actually a thing of beauty and joy forever lee mccray end of section 11